Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to Make It a Great Day, The Power of Positivity. Ryan Lee coming to you live and direct. We're going to continue our series on talking to some incredible leaders about how they're managing through the pandemic. And had a great opportunity to talk to an amazing leader, Jason Pellegrini, who is the CEO of Quantum Health. And Jason talks about some really interesting things about being in the healthcare industry during a pandemic and how they're managing a lot of things. Really, one of the biggest things, obviously, is their mission is to help people in times like this. And how are they doing that? So let's dive right in. Hey, it's Ryan Lee. Make it a great day. The Power of Positivity. So excited to be talking to an amazing leader, uh, Jason Pellegrini, who is the CEO of Quantum Health. And Jason's going to talk a little bit about kind of what it's like to be in a pandemic and how to uh, manage through that in the healthcare industry. And so, Jason, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Ryan. I'm really excited to be, uh, be a part of this. I'm a, I'm a listener and a fan, so I'm excited to be uh, participating. Thank you. Well, thank you. Well, first thing I'd just love to understand for those that may not be familiar, tell me a little bit about Quantum Health and what it is that you guys do. Sure. Uh, Quantum Health, we're based in Eugene, Oregon, so proud, uh, proudly based in the North Pacific Northwest. We're a family business. We're on the second, gen, the second generation. We make a lot of natural products across a variety of segments. The one that's probably the most popular right now is our cough, cold, and immune kind of supplements. We make a lot of those, but we also have deep-free insect repellents. We have products for cold sore. We have products for eye health. Um, a number of our products are sold all across food, drug, mass across the U.S. and Canada, as well as pretty much every natural store in the country. We started off in 1981 with uh, selling into Whole Foods and a few other accounts back then, and now are nationwide in U.S. and Canada. So really excited. That's awesome. 81's a good year. I, I, uh, I will say that uh, coming into this wonderful <laughs> world, man, which is awesome. We're just curious, kind of why Quantum Health? Kind of, I know you said it's a family business, but... Um, what, what brings you to be excited and fired up to be a part of that every day and kind of what's your journey been to get there? Sure. That's a great question. Uh, it's been a long journey. I was, uh, I'm from the Midwest originally kind of was raised traditional business guy with a business undergrad and then went and got an MBA and started working at big companies and found myself working in the beer business for actually a number of years, which is a great business, really exciting, a lot going on, had a lot of roles in that company. But as the opportunity came up to join a family business, my wife's originally from Eugene, Oregon, so it was easy easy decision to move back closer to family for her. And also the opportunity to kind of make products that are a little better for you, I guess, in, in many ways. And so we, a lot of our products really help people live healthier lives. That's one of our, you know, kind of visions is how do we help people live healthier lives? And just exciting to take something and really kind of take control of it and really drive growth in a business that really does help a lot of people. So that was really the main initiative, as well as, you know, work-life balance, living in, you know, a place like Eugene, working with my family. My kids were very young at the time when I took over, and it's been great living here, being able to spend time with them, coach their sports teams, do things like that, that I was unable to do when I was traveling all over the country in the, in the beer business. Totally. And some people might say the beer business helps people too. Um, obviously, just a little bit of a, a difference there. Well, well that's Absolutely. awesome. Well, I never liked the word challenge. I always think in life there's opportunities, but I'd love for you to talk a little bit right now, just kind of managing today in this pandemic and how your business works. What are some of those opportunities that have presented themselves to you um, over the last three or four weeks? <laughs> we have uh, certainly presented, been presented with many opportunities. Um, this one's a tough one. Um, it's obviously a more of a, a human condition 
you know, element to it, as opposed to, you know, normal challenges you'd face in your business, which are a little more, you know, a retailer is shutting down or retailer doesn't like your price or decides not to promote you. Yeah, those are, those are frustrating and opportunities to do different things, but this is really something that's, you know, obviously affecting people and not just people on the outside of your company and people inside your company. So I think the biggest kind of challenge for us is how do we relate to the kind of the fact that our employees are people too, that all have the same struggles, the same fears, the same, um, I guess, just confusion as to what's going on out in the world while also trying to take advantage of an opportunity to get a lot of our products into more and more people's hands. So we had a, our month of March was, you know, three times bigger than normal um, because everybody was ordering our cough, cold, and immune support products like, like never before. And so we had to prioritize who would get them, who would get the products. We had to prioritize um, how to get things out, how to increase your internet, internet orders by 600% and figure that out on the fly. So we're constantly faced with opportunities to get more product into people's hands, but also challenges with supply, challenges with employees that were, you know, we haven't had any employees test positive for COVID-19, but we've certainly had employees that have, you know, been out of the office or have had loved ones or other people that were sick and not knowing what it was. And so we've had to fight through personnel um, issues with being supportive while at the same time really trying to work aggressively towards solutions. We've had suppliers that, you know, have been started to work from home. Communication has been a struggle, um, but we've, we've really come out of it really strong and we're actually operating at a very high level right now um, through a lot of hard work by every single employee. So it's actually been a lot of fun. That's awesome. And I think as we all would say, you know, in difficult times, sometimes we'll get a chance to see some greatness come about. And as you talk about balancing uh, the human side versus the fact that you have such demand, what kind of ways were you guys allowing for your team members to speak to you and really kind of talk honestly about how they're feeling and maybe some fears of actually coming in and, and filling those orders? Sure. I mean, one thing we did is, you know, obviously we're not experts at COVID-19 or coronavirus, but what we really have been relied on is Lane County Public Health. We've relied on so city and government kind of, not ordinances, but just information on how best to proceed. So we followed all the CDC guidelines. We followed our governor's guidelines here. We've kind of tried to be just right away implementing all of those things so that we can at least say, listen, we're doing everything people are recommending right now. We don't know any better, but we're at least going to implement that stuff immediately. So we did that kind of right away. Um, we've also had a fairly generous kind of sick leave policy already prior to any of the changes that have happened. Um, we also very quickly got people up and running on uh, laptops who weren't on laptops and things like that. So that was just an opportunity for some people who maybe didn't, weren't used to working on a laptop, but we said, Hey, we're going to get you one. We're going to get it up and running quickly. We literally ran out to local retailers to just scoop up two or three laptops because those were actually running. You know, it's a little known fact by a lot of people, but laptops were really hard to come by yes. <clears throat> a few weeks ago. So we <clears throat> ran out and got those for folks so they could just kind of more comfortably work from home or work in an environment they're more comfortable with. Um, we bought a ton of cleaning products. We actually, you know, my wife and I actually bought some ourselves and brought them to the company because we just were able to find some at a few retailers around when it was early on in the process. So I think we were just fundamentally just kind of a little ahead of the curve in terms of grabbing stuff. Um, we had all of our, you know, folks kind of lay out what they needed to, you know, 
do their job more effectively while maintaining social distancing and things like that. We're lucky in that we're, where we're set up both our office and our warehouse, there's actually quite a bit of space. In fact, we, you know, we have room to grow as a company, which also meant we had room to spread people out and make sure we could kind of uh, support all the concerns there. And then of course, we're being extremely flexible with folks on, you know, if they need to work from home, uh, if they need to uh, do something with their children, you know, we have several employees that obviously with schools being closed have, you know, have struggled to how to care for kids while at the same time being able to uh, help other people. And then we very quickly, one of the things I think that was the most impactful for us is we started talking early on as, Hey, I don't know, I don't know anything about this virus. I don't, you know, I'm not a microbiologist, but I do know that products that help your immune system, having a stronger immune system is going to be a good defense against anything. And so never in a million years am I, am I saying anything about our products fighting coronavirus, but we do have products that help your immune system. And so my point of view was, and my message to the company was, listen, I don't know what, you know, what exactly, which product and which consumer we're going to be selling it to, but there's somewhere out there, there's somebody who we're going to really help support their immune system in a way that's going to give them some peace of, peace of mind at a minimum. And so we're really helping people get through a really difficult time. And so we kind of owe it to them to kind of work really hard. Um, we're classified as an essential business with dietary supplements. And I mean, our, a lot of our direct customers are, you know, Walgreens and CVS and Rite Aid and Whole Foods and all sorts of places that people are looking for to help support themselves. And so that's what we've spent a lot of time on. We've also, we actually very early on also gave people a little extra income in the very beginning of the process just to help them kind of get through some of the stuff or some of the mystery. We haven't had to lay off anybody. We anticipate being able to make it through all of this, um, depending how long it lasts with full staffing and able to kind of keep people employed and able to help their families. So that's really what we've been focused on. That's awesome. And I, and I love your ability to tie back into the mission and, and what you guys do as a company and seeing that opportunity that yes, you have to do it the right way and being able to spread out and do the things that you did, but your product is something that really can uh, impact someone in a very, very major way in a time when they need it most. And I think when people know that and they're led by that, um, you know, it, it opens your mind a little bit and I think you have a little bit more grace. And so I think that's awesome that you've done that. What have you learned about yourself during this time? You know, are there anything from a reflection standpoint that have kind of surprised you just about you? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty animated guy in general. And what I've been surprised by the most is I'm, I'm very calm under the more extreme the situation gets. Um, I think part of that is because for me, it's always about controlling the controllables. And so things that are not controllable, I tend to actually be very calm and can very, you know, I, I have a very... Uh, calming way to deal with situations that we can't control. And so sure. a lot of the everyday battle is like, Oh, well, we can't do this. We can't do that because of this. And I said, like, okay, well, let's figure out what we can do. And it's, I've been surprised how calm I've been throughout the whole process. I tend to get a little more frustrated on simple things that I feel like we should be doing right. But for stuff like this, it's been very easy for me to stay relatively calm, both, both work wise, but just in terms of as, you know, as a husband and father, just able to kind of, a lot of fears out there a lot of you know the kids are frustrated they can't go to school or you know my wife's you know trying to go shopping you know we're trying to figure out what's what's going on and something's closed and figuring it all out and you know i need i need a haircut despite my lack of hair i actually need to get it taken down a notch but i've just been very calm throughout the whole process so i've, I've actually been very surprised how calm i've been during a relatively extreme situation well I, I think that's an awesome thing and i think 
you know, as leaders, if we can find that calmness, anytime we're in that storm, you know, people are looking to us to um, kind of be that true north and that beacon and uh, showcasing that, even though it's not easy, um, I think no. it's a really good thing. It's not. Um, last question, I'm just really fascinated and curious, as you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but you know, what do you see coming out of this? How fundamentally, what things in your business could you see just changing and that you might be excited about happen to go through this? I know you mentioned online orders and some things like that and laptops and flexibility. Just curious, any big stuff that you're like, man, this actually could probably really help us. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think there's a few things. There's the obvious kind of group of things like, yeah, like the ability to work remotely on certain product projects, the familiarity with things like zoom or you know microsoft teams or some of the other tools people are able to use i think getting the whole company up to speed on that makes people just more comfortable when you need to have those conversations later instead of saying well we'll wait till thursday when we're all together we can just hop on you know call like this um a zoom call i think being able to see people's faces and interact like that like i think we had a lot of calls we would have that now we we're just converting to zoom and probably will stay zoom so like we can see each other's faces so I think that's a, that's a big one for sure. I also think it just really emphasizes the need, both personally and professionally, just to have a little more long-term view of, of the world, whether it's you know how you run your household, whether it's financially for your business, just having kind of rainy day funds or, or whatever it is, or the ability to quickly handle something that would be disruptive. Because even though this disruption I don't anticipate happening, happening every two years there's lots of other disruptions that would look very similar and being able to react and cross train people and you know figure out how can we you know work around this as a team and how can we communicate better so i think a lot of better communication is going to come out of this better use of technology is going to come out of this um, and then i think just better long-term planning and thinking is going to come out of this for us as well so really excited about that opportunity that we'll have over the next you know months and years for sure that is awesome one last thing is, you know, I do love quotes and I'm um, always asking everybody kind of what, what quote inspires you. And I'd love to know, Jason, what's, what's that quote that you go to that helps kind of fill you up? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I love to read all sorts of biographies and all sorts of things on people. And, uh, you know, as I was thinking about it, I'm always like kind of living different quotes based on the times. But one, I've, I've been reading a lot of uh, kind of Bill Gates and how he's really pursuing helping everybody help solve this problem. And I was just looking at some of his other writings and some of the other things he said, but I really like the quote he, he said, which was um, treatment without prevention is simply unsustainable. And I think that can give us all a lot of lessons because, you know, we're, we're treating things by stimulus packages and ventilators and social distancing, but fundamentally what are the things we can do preventative longer term? Um, and you can, you can take that and run in a number of different ways, but I thought it was just a very, uh, you know, applicable quote for here and now. So absolutely. And maybe even that Ted talk he did a few years back about what a pandemic could do. Oh would my probably gosh. Be good. That was, that was pretty wild to hear him say that's unbelievable foresight. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Jason, it's been an absolute pleasure. I think everyone will really take advantage to listening and hearing a lot of your great thoughts and really can't stress enough how important it is for what quantum health does every day and the impact that you guys are making. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to come on. Thank you so much, Ryan. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you in person sometime soon. <laughs> Absolutely.